Welcome to the Black Girl's Guide to Natural Medicine. This podcast highlights the benefits of natural medicine as it pertains to Black women's health. It provides education and evidence-based holistic resources to address everyday health concerns for Black women of all ages and their families. This podcast is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended to provide medical advice. Please consult with your naturopathic doctor or other medical care provider before adopting any recommendations mentioned in this show. Now, let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Black Girl's Guide to Natural Medicine. Today, we are going to be chatting about stress. We're going to be talking about the use of stress in our bodies, how our body uses stress to keep us safe, but also chronic stress and how it negatively impacts our health. And lastly, I'm going to finish off with five ways to improve your stress resilience and to manage your stress. Now, before we get started, like I always say, this is medical. This is not medical advice. (laughs) This is not medical advice. This is for educational purposes only. Please talk to your doctor before applying any of the things that we talk about today. Okay, so let's jump right on in. Why do we feel stress all the time? I mean, that's kind of a rhetorical question because look at life right now. It's everything from being overwhelmed with all of the different things we have to do. That's from taking care of kids and parenting, school, work, being a caregiver, and the fact that we are still in a global pandemic and life just hasn't gotten back to normal. Another thing is the news. I mean, every time we turn on the TV, there is some type of tragedy happening, you know, drama with politics, like there's always something going on. And Also, on that note, we're constantly connected to the internet and to other people, be it our phones, social media. There's always something kind of pulling our attention away, and we're never really fully focused or fully present on what it is that we're doing. And lastly, I really wanted to highlight the fact that stress is basically our reaction to a situation or an event. There is a difference between stress and anxiety. Anxiety is more like ruminating thoughts, constant worrying, and those take place even when there's nothing much going on. You know, you could just be sitting down on the couch and feel anxious about something. But stress can cause anxiety, but you can be stressed without feeling anxious. You don't necessarily have to see both of them together at the same time. Now, how can stress be helpful? You've probably heard this explanation before, but stress is designed to keep us safe. Ideally, it was created when, you know, our ancestors were out in the wild and there was a possibility they may come across a bear or a tiger. And our stress hormones in our brain tells our pituitary gland to tell our adrenals, hey, start pumping out these hormones because we have to get ready to run from this bear whenever we need to. And so our body 
pumps out these hormones, cortisol, epinephrine, and norepinephrine to keep us safe. It's going to activate our muscles to run. It's going to dilate our pupils so we can see more and be able to see where the threat is and where we need to run away from. And it's also going to slow our digestion down because our body's like, look, I'm not trying to worry about digesting this peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Okay, I'm trying to get away from the filler. So it's all helpful things. You know, this is our fight or flight response. But the issue comes in when you are chronically stressed out. You're always stressed with traffic with issues with your children, with your relationship, with work. And constantly churning out these hormones can negatively affect our health. The fact that I've mentioned all of these different actions of these hormones kind of ties into what it can feel like when you're stressed out. So oftentimes you feel muscle tension, particularly We'll feel it in our shoulders. Our shoulders are nice and tight. We always have them up to our ears. Even in the back of the neck, you'll feel tight muscles. You can feel fatigued, brain fog, kind of scattered, forgetful, and increased heart rate. Okay. Also, your gastrointestinal system is upset. You'll either feel nauseous or you might feel like you have to go poop. And also, you might deal with in insomnia, just having a hard time going to sleep because your body is so revved up and ready to go. Now, like I said, chronic stress is the unhealthy stress. It's the constant release of stress hormone is constantly not coping with their stress very well. And it actually has a very big impact on our health. It can negatively impact our emotional health, which can lead to like anxiety or depression. It can affect our cognition. Remember earlier I said that you might feel brain fog. You might be forgetful. You are scattered, don't quite know where things are, words to remember, that type of thing. And also it affects our physical health as well. Chronic stress can lead to heart disease, lowered immunity, and unhealthy changes in our brain that can be associated with the development of Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. Now, interestingly enough, new research has shown that it can actually promote cancer development. In addition, chronic stress can promote inflammatory bowel disease. So remember I told you that another sign of being stressed is like GI issues, dealing with diarrhea or nausea and so these hormones can also disrupt the bacteria that's in our GI system and I think I might have talked about this last week when I talked about poop but our colon is full of different bacteria and they have good bacteria and bad bacteria the good bacteria is incredibly important because it helps digest our food, it helps us absorb nutrients, and it also keeps the bad bacteria in check. Well, stress can actually hurt the good bacteria, which then leads to an overgrowth of the bad bacteria, inflammation, and then you're really kind of creating the ideal environment for conditions like ulcerative colitis and Crohn's also known as inflammatory bowel disease. Now, 
We know what chronic stress can do to our body and harm our body. It's important that you know that you cannot eliminate stress, especially in the kind of world that we live in right now. That's just way, the way the world is. And what's important is that we learn how to manage our stress and how to cope better with our stress. Today, I'm going to share you, share with you five ways to manage your stress and be more resilient. Number one, identify and remove your triggers. What does that look like? Well, obviously, you have to figure out what's causing your stress. Are you stressed out because you don't have a really good morning routine and you're kind of running around like crazy? Are you stressed because you're a caregiver and it's difficult to watch your loved one be sick? Now you have to identify that and then remove it. Or if you can't remove it, figure out ways to better cope with that stress. And I'll talk to you about the other four later that you can apply in situations where you cannot remove that stressor. Tip number two, prioritize rest. Rest is so important. Oftentimes we kind of equate sleep and rest, but you don't have to go to sleep to rest. You can lay down on your couch and just think and lay around. You can binge watch your favorite trash TV. You can read a book, listen to a podcast. You can play with your children. You can do anything. And yes, you can sleep. If you want to take a nap, take a nap. Okay, sleep as long as you need to and as often as you need to. But this gives our body a chance to relax. Those stress hormones get a chance to go down. And your body gets to feel what it's like to not be stressed out all the time. That way you can rebuild your energy. You can repair any issues that are going on with your body. And you get to just be zen and relax. All right, number three support your adrenals. Remember I said that our brain talks to another organ in our brain, the pituitary gland, and that sends messages to two tiny little organs on top of our kidneys called the adrenals. The adrenals are the glands that secrete those stress hormones. Now, we want to support them because if we're experiencing chronic stress, they are working overtime. They're just working hard every day, all day, churning out those hormones, trying to get you to calm down and to be safe because our body thinks that we're in danger. There are ways to support your adrenals because they're working so hard. Number one, you really want to focus on rest. Like I said, you can use adaptogenic herbs like rhodiola, eleutherococcus, or schizandra. And you can also reduce your use of stimulants like caffeine. By doing a combination of all of these things, you're going to give your adrenals a chance to rest. They're going to be able to build up their storage of those stress hormones. So when you need them in an actual dangerous point, there's enough to kind of get your body revved up and going and safe. There is a way that you can know if your adrenals are burned out. It's called adrenal fatigue. Typically, you are tired, tired, tired. Like it takes almost a bomb to get you out of the bed in the morning or you experience an afternoon crash around 2 or 3 p.m. In addition, you might feel foggy. 
and unmotivated and overall just run down. If you feel like that, if you're hearing this, then you're like, yeah, that's me. Then you need to support your adrenals, please and thank you. Number four, rely on your support system. We all need community. As humans, we are a communal species. We work best together. So in moments of stress, I really encourage you to reach out to your loved ones, call a friend, sit on the phone and just talk about anything. It doesn't have to be about what's stressing you out, but also call a loved one and see if they want to go on a walk with you. That way you can get your body moving and distract yourself from what's stressing you out. Or that's a great time to talk about what's causing you issues. Also, snuggle your pets. If you happen to have a furry friend like a cat or a dog, this is the perfect time to cuddle with them. It's a great excuse to rest so you can lay on the couch, cuddle with your pet. It stimulates all of those good feeling endorphins and it helps you cope with your stress. And number five, breathe. I don't know if you guys knew this, but our breath actually helps regulate our nervous system. Just by taking deep diaphragmatic breaths, you are able to take yourself out of that fight or flight space and into the rest and digest space. In more medical or scientific terms, you're taking yourself out of sympathetic um, nervous system activation and into a parasympathetic nervous system activation. And you're rewiring and balancing your nervous system with your breath. I encourage all of my clients who are struggling with stress to begin breath work. When I say a deep or diaphragmatic breathing, let me explain that because some people think that they know how to breathe deeply and you probably don't. But if you've ever seen a little kid, you've seen that when they inhale, their belly goes out. And when they exhale, their belly goes in. That's the natural way that we're supposed to breathe. But as we get older and busy, we forget how to breathe and we actually breathe kind of shallow. I want you to put one hand on your chest and another on your belly. Just take a couple moments and just breathe normally. Think and notice which hand is moving more as you breathe. Is your top hand moving more? Or is your bottom hand? Ideally, the hand that's on your belly should be moving more because when you inhale, you want your belly to expand. And as you exhale, you want your belly to come in and push that air up and out. So let's take a deep breath, inhale, and exhale. Bring your belly in as you're pushing it out. That is deep and diaphragmatic breathing. When you're feeling stressed, I want you to follow this breathing cycle that I'm about to walk you through right now. So close your eyes, keep your hand on your chest and on your belly. I want you to inhale for a count of four, hold it for a count of four, and exhale for a count of eight. We're going to do a cycle of three. So inhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, exhale, two, 
three, four, five, six, seven, eight. All right, let's do it again. Inhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. And exhale, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. All right, last time. Inhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. And exhale, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I hope that felt great. It is a quick and easy way to rebalance your body, rebalance your nervous system, take you out of a space of stress and bring you into a space of calm. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. If you have not been able to catch it live on YouTube or Facebook, you can also listen to the recorded version wherever you get your podcasts. I will see you guys next week on the Black Girl's Guide to Natural Medicine.